Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it seems that HMS Pista League is, is still well and truly moored at poor at the minute, <clears throat> given the first two games of the season against um, Tamworth and, and Peterborough Sports. Welcome back to the Iron Brew podcast. Um, Matt Ellis and Matt Blanchard today. Unfortunately, Toby is stuck on some train on the way to Plymouth, God knows why, um, which he can't be with us today. So it's just us two. Um, so we thought we'd get something out there. Um, given that we we didn't do one directly after Tamworth, but but here we are. Um, so <clears throat> it's it's been an interesting opening to the season. I think, um, you know, it really has been quite interesting, hasn't it? Um, we played a, a couple of teams, which we probably expected to win. And I know many kind of Iron fans did, did expect to win convincingly on Saturday against Peterborough Sports. And, I expected a win as well, to be honest, but obviously it didn't really happen. But um, we will go into that, um, and I think it's it's worth starting with Tamworth, obviously with the the first game of the season. And I thought it was a very interesting game, actually, um, very very interesting game. Everything about that game was interesting. The boxing match, um, but halfway through, um, and then that bloke climbing back over the fence. Fair play to him; that was pretty funny. Um, but like for the football, I think it was. Um, Probably what we expected in certain aspects, but not in others, really. Um, and I think if, if if we go into it, we kind of, yeah, we were favourites. We, we expected to win it. But I think after we went one down, I, I certainly didn't expect us to win it. And I thought um, Tamworth actually... Um, um, you know, played really, really well. They, they stick to a they stuck to a certain game plan. You could you could see that, and I, I thought they they made it very, very difficult for us on, on, a, on a wet plastic pitch. And, and and actually, we we did really well to come away with a, a two a two one win. And and and, and I said on, on Twitter after the game, I, I thought um, Jimmy Dean did get that right. Um, a very very tough opening game. Um, a team that had just been promoted as, as champions, and and then obviously um, we drew at Peterborough Sports the, the next week, and then I think they hammered Spennymore Town about four one. Um, so, uh, you know, a good team with with a good crowd, actually. They're just over 2,000 there. Again, one of the higher crowds in the league. Um, so a very difficult game to, to navigate. And actually, I thought we navigated it pretty well um, and came away with a really important three points. How did you how did you find that one, Matt? Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I don't think we necessarily dealt with the plastic pitch too well. And I think the most disappointing thing, especially in the first half for me, was some of the good stuff we've seen in pre-season. It was, you know, we didn't seem to be doing what we'd been working on in pre-season. We've played some really good stuff in sort of um, the latter stages. Um, and it just didn't kind of translate on the pitch uh, at Tamworth. But I think you're right what you're saying. You know, it was a difficult place to go. I think they'd obviously come into it. Um, on the back of promotion so you know that they're, they're a side that are used to winning and and yeah as you said they, they've got a good win at the weekend so I think they were okay I, I don't think they'll be up there at the end of the season but I, th- I think they'll be fairly solid side at, at the division and I think yeah it was just one of those games really we were really slow to get started obviously went a goal behind and, and completely agree with what you're saying once that went in it's probably because we've been kind of conditioned to, to think that but I think you know over the course of the last few years but and generally, when we go goal behind, we, we don't turn it around and get the win. So I think that was really important. We did that. Obviously, Jimmy's subs worked a treat because, you know, before that, um, we were really struggling to kind of 
create anything and, and do a great deal, really. So I think he got that right, bringing those two on. I think, you know, he didn't really have any other option. He had to do something to try and change it. And um, they did. And obviously, Butterfield played a big part in that. I think last week I mentioned that, you know, really pleased he, he stayed. And uh, I think his contribution in the last two games have kind of proved that he's going to be a really big player for us this season. And it's it looked as though at one point he wasn't going to be here. Um, and at the moment, he's the only one really that's, that's influencing the game. And I think at the weekend, you saw that as well when he went off. Um, did, didn't quite happen after that. You know, in, in the in the last 30 minutes, I think we probably lost the grip of the game. And, and ultimately, you know, we, we conceded and, and Peterborough Sports got an equaliser. Uh, so I think, yeah, it was it was a good win after a difficult start. And I think, you know, it, it was good that we got the win um, early on, obviously on the on the plastic pitch as well. I think that was the first time we'd ever won on plastic pitch. So, you know, yeah, it was it was positive, although the performance wasn't great, was it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was hit and miss. It, it was a very difficult game. Um, and, and I think really Tamworth, um, you could see their game plan was, was to kind of play in phases um, where they could get the ball... Um, into a position for a corner, into a position for a long throw, which they they really kind of tried really hard all all, all game to to kind of utilize, and it, they must have had at least twenty uh, long throws into our box, and, and for the most part, we dealt we actually dealt with that really really well, and it's clearly something that they they thought about beforehand, and they they thought you know this is going to be um, the formula to to get three points on on the first game at home, so um, we had to contend with that uh, in difficult conditions on 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 a. Oh, you know, a wet um, plastic pitch. So <clears throat> the, you know, that's really, really important because that's going to be kind of something that's, you know, pretty common this season, playing on 3 or 4G, you know, in, in the rain or whatever. So, um, you know, really nice to get kind of that win and, and you know, un- under, under the belt really early. But yeah, uh, probably not what we expected. I, I I didn't kind of expect that. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I thought kind of time with they, they played a little bit of football and, and did quite well with that and uh, had a couple of players that caused, caused us some serious problems, especially number 16, I think. You know, the high ball, we, we you would expect us to kind of um, deal with it pretty well with, with the, the height we've got at centre-back, um, you know, there that that should be enough to deal with it but again it's always difficult to do it on on the day um so that was really good but you're actually right i think you know jimmy dean's substitute should be commended bringing on uh butterfield and uh whitehall and obviously it's made a big difference and he's he's got that call right and he was crit- criticized quite a lot um for his subs and his choices of, of personnel last season so he's fair play to him he's he's, he's made that decision and, and butterfield coming on and kind of just putting his foot on the ball in central midfield, which we were kind of overrun quite, you know, for most of the game and, and just calming it down. And, and obviously Whitehall got the winner. So um, he, he absolutely 100% got that right. Um, so that, that's great. But yeah, um, I think a lot of people kind of cr- criticised the performance a little bit, which I understand. But again, it's very difficult conditions and, and we're not going to turn up to these games as we kind of, a lot of fans thought we might do with with this serious investment and the quality of the squad and rolled these teams over. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's going to be a slog. It's, it's going to be a battle every week. Um, we're playing against teams who, who, who you know, for, for them, in some respects, see our fixture as kind of a cup final fixture and, and, and that's fair enough. Um, and I'm sure crowds will probably um, reflect that a little bit. So um, really good win at the end. And, and Jimmy... Fair play to him, he, he got it right. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, you know, I think it's a good point about going places like that. I think Tamworth has probably, you know, it's it's gonna be one of the um one of the few with a with a decent crowd, obviously, 
and we made quite a lot of that up. But I think, um, you know, it was, yeah, a decent crowd and, and there were both sets of fans going at it and it made for a decent, decent enough atmosphere. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was good to get the points on the board, obviously. I think the most, <laughs> I think you've got it right there when you say, you know, there's a lot of people thought would be going into that and maybe coming away with a 4-5-0 or something like that. And it's, it's just unrealistic, especially at this time of the season, to expect us to do that, really. I think, um, you know, the, the, the squad's still gelling. I think, I still think there might be one or two players that, you know, we're not we're not playing to the strengths um, quite yet, which I think we'll probably get on to a bit later. But I think we're not going to get our own way when we go to places like that every week. Um, there might be the odd one where, you know, we, we've got too much quality for teams and, and we do get the big wins. But I think, that's probably going to happen more often than not at home. And, you know, I heard a lot in the week in the build-ups of the Peterborough sports game. I think even Jimmy mentioned it in his programme notes that we're going to be a different animal at home. We're going to be, you know, um, we're going to be, uh, you know, really aggressive and on the front foot. And I think we probably were at the start of the Peterborough sports game, you know, to the penalty. We played some really good stuff and we was on the front foot. But I think ultimately... You know, I, I did expect a little bit more at the weekend, um, although we played some really good football at times. And I think, you know, that that was the most disappointing thing for me because we've gone away to Tamworth. We've got the result under difficult circumstances. Um, you know, if we'd have gone there and, and picked up a point, although it would have been probably disappointing to most, that wouldn't have been the worst result in the world. Um, but I do think, you know, if you'd have asked, asked most of the fans, you know, nine out of ten would have said they were expecting a win. Um, against Peterborough Sports and obviously it's a bit bit more uh, tricky you know Jimmy against his former club there'll be you know an extra incentive for Peterborough Sports to, to come and try and turn us over but yeah I did expect a little bit more especially at home especially with a decent crowd and just didn't quite get it right I don't think at the weekend yeah, I think in many ways the, the Tamworth game was more difficult, um, more difficult to navigate than um, than the Peterborough Sports one and, and I think as you said, you know, Jimmy kind of said we're going to be a different animal at home and, and we have to be really because if we do want to go up, we need to be winning most of our home games. And I thought for the first 25 minutes against Peterborough, um, we we were very, very different. And I thought we were actually really, really good. Um, and we obviously kind of came out the blocks and, and looked to attack really early um, and create those those chances um, at home. Um, and, and, you know, we absolutely did um, kind of a, a rare... Um, sort of shooting towards the the Donny Road end at the, at the start of the game, um, and I think, you know, obviously we missed a penalty, we missed a rebound, Beeston hit the post, and then kind of, well, had that other really really kind of clear cut chance where he, I don't really know what happened if he got his studs caught in the turf, and um, he just kind of folded like a deck chair, didn't he? It was a little bit strange, but um, we had the chances without a doubt um, to to win unfortunately at the weekend and we didn't and it, I thought more, more than anything it was it was really disappointing it's, it's one of those and it? it's like kind of first home game in the season you kind of expect to beat a team like Peterborough Sports and um, no disrespect to them they actually came and, and they I thought they played pretty well and they didn't come to part the bus I don't think that's what they did um, obviously they did at times but they didn't come to do that and um, they played a little bit um and and yeah, they deserved the point at the end of the day. Um, and I think their their goalkeeper was actually really good. Um, I thought he was he was excellent. Uh, lots of really good saves. Um, so yeah, really sort of disappointing on that one. Um, and I think we you know, we should have won it. And it's just that kind of that that taste at the end of the game. And it? it's that one all, but we should have won. We we should be sort of six points on the board, but we're not. And and 
that's due to the opposition and that's probably due to a few decisions from the manager maybe and I, I'm not sure um I'm completely convinced um by some of the sort of tactical choices that, that Jimmy went with at, at the weekend um but you know having said that we should have been 3-0 up after sort of 20 minutes and and, and we, we we could have quite easily been and, and it's not Jimmy's fault that you know, Whitehall's missed a penalty. It's not his fault that Beeston's effort was the wrong side of the post. You know, at the end of the day, he's chosen those players and put them in those positions and they were effective from that period of time. And, and in that kind of opening period of the game should have been enough for us to put the game to bed, but unfortunately it wasn't. Yeah, that's right. And I think if Whitehall, you know, if the penalty goes in, it's probably a completely different game. And we, we sat here talking about a 3-4-0 win. I think I, I genuinely believe that would have been the case. Um, you know, the way we started. But I think there were big positives in the way, in some of the play, you know, the the movement for the, um, in the lead up to the penalty, I thought that was that was fantastic. You know, the one-touch football movement. Um, I think Butterfield was obviously sort of a big part of that in the first half. He was, he was at the heart of sort of everything that we, we did that was that was good. Um, and, you know, that was, that was some of the best football we've seen for a long time, I think, in, in spells. But, Ultimately, you know, you've got to put the ball in the net. And I think, you know, the penalty, to be fair, I think the penalty itself was was quite well hit. Um, the keeper, who I believe was was in our academy, obviously pulled off a really good save. I think the rebound is disappointing. I think he knows that, you know, you could tell his reaction. He he got it wrong and he, he's tried to take the net off and he just needed to tap it in. But um, just one of those things. And, you know, the previous week he came on, he got the goal. Uh, we got the win and, and everyone was kind of saying he was great and, and he was the hero and then, you know, he, he's missed the penalty and, and a few have turned on him. But I think he did have quite a poor game. Um, you know, I don't think he needs to tell him that. I think after the penalty, um, you know, the, his, his head probably dropped a little bit and um, he wasn't quite at it. And I think it was probably the right decision to, to bring Elliot on at the time. But I think one of those on another day, if he puts that penalty in, which you know he's not missed the target, he's he's forced a good save. Um, we we will go on and win the game, and, and I think you know I'm confident in saying that because I think the way we started um, and the chances we had, you know, we should have been out of sight really. And I know they had a couple. I know they hit the post, and um, you know they had a couple of other kind of half chances, but um, but yeah, it was one of those. Um, we we just needed to take the chance early and. Unfortunately, we didn't, and the longer it went on, you just thought, you know, that they might just have a chance to nick it, and unfortunately, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was kind of stood there <clears throat> saying to my mate, um, "If we don't get the second, I, I think this is this has got kind of one one written all over it." And <clears throat> unfortunately, it, it, there was a case, but I suppose on the positive note, there's there's not many teams um, in in this league that are going to be able to live with us if if we kind of open um, very regularly at Blanford Park in that kind of same fashion uh, and create um chances and, and play with with you know the attacking intent and play with pace and, and things like that. Um there's not many that are going to be able to live with that. Um so it's it's unfortunate that that we couldn't get that early goal that I think probably would have sort of broken Peterborough's game plan down a little bit. Um because I think obviously you know they wanted to put up some resistance and then, and then wait for the chance. And I think that's that's what they did. Um and, and it worked really well for them. Um and and you know, fair play to them that they've come here and, and you could see, you know, kind of what it meant to them at the end when they were the way they were celebrating with the fans and things like that. Again, it's it's a for, for a team or a club um uh, of the stature of Peterborough Sports to come to Glanford Park and, and, and put in a really good performance like that and come away with the point, they will be absolutely delighted. Um 
and and rightly so, you know, absolutely um, fair play to him. Um, but you know, for us, it's obviously massively disappointing, and um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it is a weird one. It's I, I think we definitely should have won. I think it's it is like that, um, but we didn't. So we just have to move on. Um, but we're still in a good position, you know, four points from from two games. Um, for the past two or three seasons, we'd have been really, really happy with that kind of return. And and obviously tomorrow night, um, we're playing Dalton at home, so another really good opportunity to to put another three points on the board. And and then and then you know we we win on Tuesday and we're in a, a really really good position. And <clears throat> we probably forget um the the misadventures of of, of Saturday against Peterborough Sport. So um hopefully it will be a positive result tomorrow night against Dalton and obviously that remains to be seen um so let, let's uh you know there's no point of being overly critical at this this point of the season and and you know we, we have to remember um that this is a you know a pretty much what, sort of like 80 85 percent new squad for, for Jimmy to kind of work with and yes that they've had kind of time together in the summer and everything like that but you, th- th- there's no real substitute for playing you know, proper league games, and 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 that's when you're going to get the the real kind of the the gelling is really going to happen at that point. So, um, as we always say, you need to wait ten games to kind of see where we are and and see, you know, what's going on in terms of positioning and and kind of partnerships on the field and things like that. So, um, we we will always kind of wait for that and see where we are after ten games. Um, but it's it's been relatively positive so far, and, and I'd say there's there's nothing to worry about. For any Iron fans who, who want us to win the league, it, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that's not going to be the case, but I think it's going to be a lot more difficult than, um, <clears throat> you know, just the whole HMS Pistol League. It's it's not going to be like that. And I know most fans say that with with a, with a, a touch of irony, but I know a lot don't as well. So um, I think that we need to res- make sure that we respect the opposition. I think the players need to remember that as well. And I think there's maybe just a touch of that. Um, in the Peterborough game where we kind of thought we were going to um, just roll them over. And, and and I think, you know, the kind of rebound for the penalty, as you said, Matt um, Whitehall should have, he, it was relatively easy for him to just kind of tap it and then lift it back over the keeper when he's on his back, but instead he went to try and smash it in the roof of the net. And, and, and again, that, that kind of, it didn't work, did it? So, you know, a bit, a little bit more respect and that kind of summed it up a little bit, I think for that, um, but move on to the, to the Darlington game and, and hopefully we'll, we'll get a positive result. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I think, you know, there, there were a few instances, you mentioned Whitehall, you know, just a little bit more concentration, just just tap it in and, and we go ahead. And I think with, with the goal, um, you know, a bit of a fan club at the moment and, uh, you know, Ogle, one of our most consistent performers, always puts the effort in. But again, you know, he, he was caught out at the weekend and, and that led to the equaliser. And the problem is if we're not scoring enough goals at the other end, you know, if we're 2-0 up, 3-0 up, doesn't matter as much, but I think you know when when we've only got the one, any kind of lack of concentration can be can be punished, and unfortunately at the weekend it was. And I think the only the only worrying thing I think is okay. We've played two sides last season that you know there were there were someone came up. Obviously, Peterborough Sports were mid table. I think we will come up against better sides. Um, I think that's that's a given. You know, I think um, there will be. There will be bigger tests, um, and you know we should have the quality, you know, in, in the squad to be able to deal with that. Um, but I do think you know the, the tests are going to get bigger, and yeah, it's it's going to be going to be interesting to see how we cope. But I think um, yeah, overall, you you look at the two games. I think um, four points is a decent return, and I think if, as I say, if you'd have got the points at Tamworth and then three points at home, I don't think anyone would have really argued with that. I think they'd have said you know decent start. I just think it's the way it's kind of fallen. 
um, a little bit of disappointment on the back of the weekend. But as you say, we've got a home game now against Arlington. They've not had a great start. I think they're sort of in, down the bottom somewhere. Um, so you know, it's, oh, it's two two losses, I think. Yeah, that that's that's right. So I think that only uh, I think we lost Hereford at the weekend one nil. Um, but it's going to be a tough test. I think you know you look at the the sides we're facing; they're probably one of the most familiar um, to Scunny fans. You know, we, we had quite a lot of history with them in the past, and had some really good games uh, in the past. So you know, we, we've not played them for for a long time, and um, yeah, it's going to be. Interesting to see how we do, but it's an opportunity really to kind of get another three points on the board, especially at home. And hopefully, as you say, if we can get you know a good start out of the blocks quick and maybe score a couple of goals, you'd hope we could put put the game to bed and see it out. I think I'm a bit more confident in in our ability to do that now um, than I was sort of in previous seasons. Um, so that, that's the thing. I think it's it's just one of those the team's still gelling, it's still early days, and. And I think we will get better. I know we will face better sides, um, but I think we will improve as well. And um, yeah, as I say, it's just an opportunity to get another three points. And and hopefully, you know, if, if we win that, it gives us gets us into a good position going into a couple of um, you know tricky away games. Uh, obviously, I mentioned um, one of um, Whitehall's chances where he, he kind of got his studs caught in the grass, maybe a little bit. Um, and so th- there's been quite a lot of talk on, on social media about um the pitch um Glover Park's pitch um and, and I don't know if if you know but um we usually completely relay the pitch at um at, you know before the start of the season and, and we always play on kind of a fresh pitch. Um that hasn't been the case this year. Um this year we're playing on the same for the most part um grass that we played on last season. You see it's gonna be maintained and reseeded and things like that. But um yeah, you know, there's an argument that do we really need a brand new pitch at this this level? Probably not. And you know, as part of a cost cutting exercise, I, I imagine that probably um contributed to it. Um but there's <clears throat> quite a few people did mention the pitch and it and it looked maybe a little bit of a mess um in, in certain from certain angles um, and, and maybe the grass was a touch too long. Um and you know, I think you know some is that deliberate you know have have we done that on purpose I know somebody mentioned or suggested that that's done to kind of counteract teams that are used to playing on a a plastic pitch and obviously plastic pitches are a lot shorter than grass for the most part um so I don't know if that's the case how what do you think Matt well I think you know maybe an inch longer and it would have been reminiscent of Lincoln under Keith Alexander when they used to just (laughs) knock it long for Yeo and uh, you know it was it was yeah uh, to be honest, I think it was more noticeable in, in pitch. I, I can't say I took that much notice, to be honest, on the day. But I think looking back, I've seen a couple of pictures and a couple of close-ups and it does look a little bit long. And um, I think someone suggested today that the, the lawnmower was broken and they yeah, they couldn't get it fixed in time. Um, so we'll see uh, ahead of tomorrow night. But I do think, you know, we're trying to play some quick passing football. And at times, I'm not sure, you know, the pitch that being that length, probably not conducive to um, to that kind of football that we want to play. So, um, you know, hopefully it's just something that we can we can resolve in the, in the well, ahead of tomorrow night, really, because, you know, I think um, it was probably as long as you'd want it. I don't think you'd want it any longer. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it was deliberate, to be honest. You know, I don't think we'd done it to kind of, counteract teams that play in the plastic pitch. Um, you know, I think Lincoln back in the day was was very much deliberate, but I, I don't think we're going to be uh, taking that approach. I think, you know, we've got to play to our strengths. We've got some good footballers. We, we can, you know, play with the ball on the deck. And I think 
sooner that's resolved, the better, really. But I think with the pitch in general, I think Hilton, if if I remember rightly, I don't know if he was mentioning the mentioning the Glanford Park pitch, but when he was talking about training up at Ilkeston, he did say it was going to be about thirty grand to relay a pitch up there. So I'm not sure if that's you know the the cost, kind of standard cost to relay a pitch. Um, but I would imagine, given sort of what's happening in the background and the court case looming and, and things like that, um, and obviously no chance of a deal being done with Swan, or you know, it was looking increasingly likely over the summer that no no deal was going to take place. Um, you can understand why that investment wasn't made. You know, why, why would you invest thirty grand? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Or whatever it would cost um, in a pitch that you might only play until the end of August. So I can understand that um, from that point of view. But, you know, on the other hand, you've got to try and, and maintain it to the highest possible standard. Um, and looking at some of the pictures at the weekend, yeah, I mean, the, the mower, the, the lines were so wavy. <laughs> Maybe it was, you know, we've seen it in the past, don't we, where, you know, they, they do it like that to try and offside and things like that. That's the, the line of can't see offside. We've, we've seen that in the past with with other sides. But, um, no, I think it was just, it did look quite poor in, in patches. And, yeah, it, it's something these things fans pick up on at the end of the day when, when things, you know, we are where we are. I do agree to to an extent, you know, it's pointless spending that money in the summer, um, but you've got to keep on top of it. And, and OK, you might not be able to, you know, a mower break in, for example, if that is what's happened, you know, that's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, he's got to be put right for the next game because that, that wasn't good enough, really, I don't think, in, in, in patches. Uh, and I'm sure it will be. Yeah, I mean, staying with kind of the, the topic of of, of Glamford Park, um, and I think at the weekend there was some um, <clears throat> some issues with capacity as part of the um, the Doncaster Road end, um, and it was kind of well publicised on um, on Facebook, um, uh, as as we know, um, Mister Hilton um, does like to to kind of engage with fans on on Facebook, and and I. I I did see um, a screenshot of a post where he um, apologised to a fan who, who said he, he he bought a ticket um, early on in the morning with his wife, but when he turned up to the game, they had to sit separately just because the capacity of the Doncaster Road had, had, had been exceeded, um, <clears throat> which seemed a little bit strange, just just given that you, know, you could see from pictures that, that there was a decent crowd, but it, it, you know it certainly wasn't um, packed to the rafters. So um, I'm not really sure what happened there, Matt. Can you shed a little bit more light on that? 
Well, you know, there have been some rumours going around for the past week or so, um, which I think Hilton actually rubbished himself that there was no limit or restriction uh, by the safety advisory group on the capacity. Um, I think there was some figure going around. It, it was between two, two and a half thousand, something like that, uh, which Hilton said, you know, no no truth whatsoever on Facebook. Um, but, you know, clearly there has been some issues somewhere. Um, and it, it looks as though it was down to the amount of stewards that were that were actually stewarding in the Doncaster Road end. And obviously the club have been given, you know, they need X amount of stewards to X amount of fans. And it appears at the weekend that, you know, just before kickoff, there were there were too many fans, or you know, we were approaching the the number, the cutoff, um, so no one else could be let in. But I did notice I'd been in the farmhouse just before the game and, and got there pretty late, and the turnstile I normally used to go in was shut, and that you know that there was no kind of explanation. We managed to get in anyway via the the other the other entrance, sort of near side of the iron bar, so there was no issues with us. Um, but I do know, you know, it, it sounds like some people were turned away at the turnstile, which isn't great. Um, and I think, you know, there clearly has been some issues with, with the safety advisory group, um, which which probably do need resolving. One thing I do agree with Hilton about is the, um, you know, the level of policing and things like that. Uh, I think at the weekend it was just complete overkill. Um, given we knew that Peterborough Sports would, would bring in sort of 50, I think they brought, was it 53 in the end or something like that? Mm. Um and I think there was never likely to be any trouble, you know, violence or anything like that. I know there was issues at Tamworth the week before, but I do think, you know, Tamworth last season, I think we spoke about it um, briefly on, on the previous podcast, you know, they've had issues in previous seasons with, with kind of fighting and things like that. So I think it was probably, you know, on the cards, although you don't want to see it. I think it was it was expected in a way at Tamworth. But I think with home games, I don't think there's any reason for that amount of police, especially sort of in and around the stadium at the end of the game. It, yeah, to me, it just made no sense. The stewarding, I mean, it, that's a different kind of matter because obviously stewards are not just there to, to kind of stop crowd trouble. That You know, they're there for various other issues. But the issue we've got is, for as long as I can remember, Every home game, there's something that, that happens, whether it's flares, smoke bombs, whatever whatever they are, um, missiles at the keeper, or I think even when they scored at the weekend, someone chucked something on. I know they, you know, their players were celebrating and sort of antagonising the fans, uh, but someone did throw something on again. And, you know, all these things will kind of impact the club and, and the safety advisory group will probably go into the club with, with a list of these things saying, well, this has happened, this has happened, and... and as such, you know, you need X amount of stewards. So I can see both sides of it, but I do think there, there was quite a lot of logic to, to what Hilton was saying, I think, um, in that. But I think there's, there's various other elements to it. You know, all the bands were lifted, um, you know, the, the club bands were lifted. So, you know, you can see the advisory group being awkward about it, I think. Yeah, you just get that impression that, that they may be. Um, and I don't think we've heard the last of it, I think. You know, we don't know. I know Hilton said he had to kind of stop letting people in. He had to make this decision because we couldn't breach the certificate. Um, otherwise, we'd be forced to play behind closed doors and things like that. So it sounds like it was caught at the right time. Uh, but moving forward, you know, we, we've probably got some big games coming up. You think in the Scarborough game on, on the bank holiday, you know, if we win the next couple of games, you'd expect that to be a decent crowd. And are these issues going to kind of raise the head, rear the head again um, on the bank holiday weekend when potentially, you know, if you win the next couple, you could be pushing 4,000 on August bank holiday weekend. So, yeah, it, it's probably something to, to keep an eye on. I, I don't think we've, we've heard the last of it yet. I think they'll, they'll kind of still rumble on in the background. Um, but I do think 
you know, some of the points he made, including the policing and, you know, the amount of police at games, he's, he was right, you know, he's over the top at times. Yeah, no, no arguments from from me with that one. Um, it it did seem overkill. I know we we were having a a, a drink in the um in the farmhouse before the game, and I think there was about two or three Peterborough sports fans in there. You know, there was never really going to be any issues, was there anywhere? So, um, a bit of a a bit of a strange one, and it just really needs to be evaluating, doesn't it? Really. Um, but <clears throat> anyway, moving on, I think. Something I'd like to talk about, um, and and I know I've spoken to a few people about on, on Twitter is, is the striker situation at Scunthorpe United, um, and uh, specifically, I just want to talk about Elliot a little bit and the way he's kind of employed and 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 the system that we play at the moment. Um, I mean, just look at him, you know, as a player, he's he's got kind of experience at this level. I think he's got all the attributes to, to score a decent amount of goals, certainly at this level and, and, and probably the level above. You know, he, he he's quick, he's he's good with his feet, um, you know, he, he seems to know the, the right kind of runs to make. Um so my question really is is um is, is Jimmy Dean kind of utilizing um Elliot in the in the right way um when he's playing him? Um and and does this formation whatever this formation is, you know, 4-3-3, whatever the hell it is, um, is that set up in the right way to, to kind of um, work to his strengths? And I think that we've got a few players, um, we, we've got a good squad, but we've got a few players, you know, three or four players who are probably more of a standout um, in terms of ability um, than, than the others. Um, and I think that, you know, it would make sense to, to play a system that works to their strengths. And I think, we are probably not doing that at the minute. Um, and I think certainly for, for players like Elliot and um, maybe Beeston a little bit when he's kind of on the left wing and, and that's never really worked for me. And I don't think it will ever work. Um, but as I said, I want to talk about Elliot a little bit. And and, and my question is really, Matt, um, you know, is does Jimmy know how to use him properly? Um, and, and is Jimmy kind of employing Elliot in, in the correct manner at the moment? Well, he certainly, certainly didn't at Tamworth. You know, I think the issue we've got is is Jimmy likes to play. I mean, he he won't have it labelled a four five one, will he? He wants it as a four three three, which you know it's that that's fair enough. But ultimately, there's just room for one of the strikers at, at the head of that. You know, it's either Whitehall or Elliot at the moment, and I think you know it probably lends itself to suiting Whitehall a little bit more. I think the way the way we're currently playing. And I think you're right. I, I don't think it suits Elliot, really. You know, we know he can score goals at this level. He's done that with Boston. He, he was prolific, wasn't he, one season at, at National League North. So we know the goals are there. But, I mean, the Tamworth game, I don't think he got anywhere near their, their box, really, did he? I think he was playing quite quite deep. It just didn't, didn't mm. really work. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's a frustrating one. I, I do agree. I, I just don't think we're playing to his strengths as such. I think there will be games that, you know, Whitehall is, is the one that, um, is better suited, you know. To there's going to be games where we need Whitehall up front to rough them up a little bit and and let them know you're there and things like that. And I think there's going to be other games where where Elliot is going to be, you know, he's going to cause a lot of problems for teams if we play him in the right way. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think we are doing yeah. And I think there's others. And I, I know you mentioned Beeston. Um, he's definitely one. I think he'll he'll always put his put his all in. He'll put a shift in. Um, but you know, I, I don't think. He would be playing there when Roberts is back. I don't think I think he will be. You know, it'll be Roberts and Wilson either side of, of one of the two strikers. 
and that's you know you, you could see that working in in a way but yeah with 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 Elliot I, I don't know I, I really don't know I just think at the moment he shows some good touches but yeah we're not getting enough out of him at the moment and I would argue same with Clunan um you know I've only seen him I saw him the whole game and then the last two and I know we came with a kind of a good reputation I know he impressed quite a lot of people in pre-season but I'm not seeing in, enough from him at the moment and I think he's another one you know he's playing quite deep he's not really affecting games as, as much as I would have hoped and you look at his record last season uh, for Kings Lynn I think he played behind a two two strikers and he, he had a bit more of attacking free roll um, you know he scored quite a few goals and, and he, he assisted you know he, he created a lot but I, I don't think Jimmy's ever going to play the two up front with, with Whitehall and Elliot I think he's already said that he tried you know, four four two at Winston was it, and um, you know, within five minutes he decided it it wasn't working and and it wasn't going to be for us, and he wanted to play something he's familiar with. And that's all well and good, but you know, we've got we've got two decent strikers, uh, we've got a striker who's proven he can score goals at this level, and I think we've just got to do a little bit more when he's on the pitch to try and kind of play to his strengths. Um, because I think if we do play to his strengths, he's proven he's a decent player. But it's like someone said, I think we had a message earlier on. You know, would you play Sharp up front on his own or, or you know, any of these, Madden or... You probably wouldn't, would you? Hooper, for example, they all had a partner and, and they all had a partner they, they linked up with really well, whether it was, you know, Sharp and Keogh, Hooper and Hayes, um, you know, even Torpy and Carruthers going back a few years. But they all had, you know, they all struck up a real good partnership um, with, with one another. And at the moment, it, it just doesn't look, look like we're going to go down that route. But yeah, to to answer your question, I, I don't think we've seen the best of Elliot yet. Um, mm. But I don't think the way we're playing is particularly um, helping that. No, I, I think you know the, the long ball's never going to work um, for Elliot. And, and yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one because we we don't really play into his feet. Um, we don't work the channels that much with Elliot, which again is something you would expect him with a good bit of pace to, to kind of be one of his strengths. We very rarely get to the byline and cut it back. Um, it's just not the way we're playing at the minute. Um, so maybe, <clears throat> I don't know, is Jimmy over, overthinking it a little bit? You know, it would I would like to see both Elliot and Whitehall play together. I don't know if we're going to see. You're probably right. We probably won't. But, um, you know, as you said, you, you've mentioned a, a kind of, uh, illustrious uh, list of, of strikers that have played for Scunthorpe that have played in, in pairs and, 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 you know, played together in a partnership. But, you know, has the game moved on, you know, since then? Um, you know, is that that common? It's probably not, is it, to be fair, but at the higher level, maybe. So I don't know if we're maybe overthinking it a little bit at this level, but at the end of the day, um, you know, surely Elliot and, and Whitehall should work together if they get the service and, and if, if the game plan's set up correctly if the system's there um but we we don't know we just don't know um and i'd like to see more and i'd like to see us utilizing more because you know the way we're going he's, he's not going to score many goals is he this season you look he's, he's going to get five with the service he's getting and with the way we're playing yeah i mean that's 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 the danger and i think again with Clunin, he's obviously been quite creative last season but the the role he's playing at the minute and he's probably doing it quite effectively and uh, but the role he's playing at the moment you know I was quite excited when I saw his stats from last season I thought oh, you know he's a bit of a playmaker and um, chips in with a few goals from midfield and he probably will eventually um, but at the moment I just think we, we sort of overloaded with midfielders it looks as though Butterfield I mean for me we've got to get him in there somehow 
um, because I think he's he's the only one at the moment who's um, you know creating. Well, that, that is unfair. I think that there are there are others that are, but I think he's the standout for me in the, in the two games so far. He's been the standout, um, and most of the good play, most of the good moves have gone through Butterfield. I think there was a noticeable difference in the second half. On Saturday when he came off, we, we seemed to run out of ideas a little bit. I know we did have a couple of hard chances towards the end, but um, but yeah, I think for me, he he's key to it. Um, and I think it, it is difficult when you bring this many players in. Uh, we are overloaded in midfield. You know, we've done it again. We've brought all the central midfielders in. You know, there's Rance, there's all these others, Pew, that, that can't get even near the squad. And I don't know. I don't know if he knows his his best eleven yet, or whether you know the best eleven is quite. I don't know. He's playing to everyone's strengths. Um, that would be my only criticism. But he's obviously got a decent group to work with. And I think as we move forward, you know, we've got to find a solution for that because I think both those strikers really. If you're looking at the previous record, should be scoring sort of 10, 15 goals at least, um, you would hope. Um, but at the moment, you know, it's, it's very early days, but I can see what you're saying. If we play Elliot, how we're playing him at the moment, a bit like how we played him last season when he was out on the wing, he was he was a bit deep, He was, you know, he wasn't running the channels. There is a good chance he's not going to score as many as we think. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how it develops. It's, it's a bit early to say, you know, that the systems aren't quite working. I think, as we've said, Earlier, you know, on another day, we'd have been three in the look. We'd have scored three in the first half at the weekend and, and we'd have been talking about a fantastic sort of attacking performance um, that, that sort of blew Peterborough away in the first half. That obviously wasn't the case. And now, because of that, we're kind of looking at, at these things um, in a little bit more detail. But I think it's, it is a valid point. And I think moving forward, it, it is something that, that Jimmy's got to kind of get a handle on. Um, and, you know, ultimately... I know we're kind of saying it's not his fault for the misses and things like that the weekend, which which we can all agree on. Um, but ultimately, it is his uh, job to get the best out of the players he's got. And, you know, we, we can probably revisit it in a few weeks and, and see if there's been any progress made with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's there's definitely room for improvement. And um, I still think he's probably... I know he's, he's probably got a set 11 or so um, in his head with, you know, one or two interchanging things like that but I do think probably not quite there's a few tweaks to make and I think when Roberts comes back as well you'll see him in there and um, it's probably not quite his best 11 at the moment you know as, as we are talking about strikers I think it's, it's worth mentioning um, that um, young uh, Poulter's made his way across on loan to, to Gainsborough um, <clears throat> and it sort of goes across with, with a good reputation I think um, I think quite a few um, I fans are expecting to, to feature maybe a little bit this season, maybe from the bench or something like that. So, um, it, it you know it begs the question with obviously Elliot and 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 Whitehall being two very specific types of strikers. Do, do we need a third striker? You know, somebody who offers something a little bit different um, and 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 can can you know uh, give us more a little bit more of a plan B or even a plan C um, if if you know Whitehall or, or Elliot are the plan B. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've not seen too much of him, but I think I know people that have seen quite a lot of him and, and he's really impressed them. And I think there were some other clubs kind of sniffing around as well, sort of football league clubs who'd, who'd been impressed with his goal return. And he started, you know, he'd done okay in pre-season, I think, as well. I wasn't at the Gainsborough game, but I think he came on and, and played really well against them. And, um, you know, at that level, he should, he should, you know, I think he was on the bench, wasn't he, at the weekend, but he should, um, you know, make an impact. And I think... Uh, 
it'd be disappointing if he didn't go there and start scoring goals fairly regularly, to be honest, because, you know, ultimately we need him to do that. You know, he needs to prove himself at that level and then, you know, come back and, and hopefully, you know, he's one that, that could slot in um, and score some goals at, at National League North. I, I don't see any reason why not. But yeah, I, th- I think you're right. And I think we've, we've been speaking about formations, things like that. The decision for me, I mean, it looks as though Jimmy's happy to kind of just rotate Elliot and Whitehall, depending on who we're playing. If that's the case, and he's not going to go to up front at any at any time uh, in the near future, then, you know, it's probably best that, that Polter's um, out on loan, getting some game time and, and scoring some goals. And that's probably the thinking behind it at the end of the day. I think people would have, would have expected him to get a chance at some point this season. And I'm sure he will, you know, if, if there's injuries and things like that, I'm sure um, he will feature at some point. Um, but yeah, at the moment, it looks as though Jimmy's quite happy with, with that sort of formation. And with that in mind, I think it, it makes sense for everyone really for him to go out and get game time. And I think the same with uh, Robertson as well that, that went out on loan uh, this week. I think, again, he's another one that, that probably last season he featured a couple of times, didn't he? He looked OK, looked, looked quite good in, in midfield, I thought. Um, but again, there's that many players ahead of him now, and and you've got the likes of you know Pew, who's who's relatively experienced now, um, who you know just nowhere near the squad and, and had been playing for the academy until obviously it was it was disbanded. So there's there's other players ahead of him, and and that makes complete sense really um, for him to go out on loan. So you know no complaints with, with that, and hopefully they can do well because I think you know they were two that that were kind of tipped to have. Um, bright future and yeah I'm sure at some point this season they, they might be called upon maybe maybe Robertson not so much given you know the, the massive amount of midfielders we've got in the building um, but yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Polter back at some point and, and playing in the first team but yeah um, no complaints with them really Just, um, Let's have a, a quick a quick um, look at um, uh, the Darlington game um, just, just a score prediction really I think um you know, we need to, we need to get that that second win on the board, and I know Darlington uh, have had a relatively difficult time um to start um the season. I'm not sure if there, there was a few um noises around the fact that they had a pretty small squad at the start of the season that you know had some issues recruiting players, but obviously they've lost the first two, um so another opportunity um for us to get three points on the board. I'm going to go for um a gritty two one win. Um, I think it's going to be as easy as as as, as um, some fans think and think you know we would be silly to make that mistake again um three times in a row um so what do you think Matt score predictions yeah I think you're right I think it's going to be um another tough one you know they've not had the great greatest of starts to the season I know we mentioned earlier on I think at the weekend it was just a one nil defeat um you know fine margins I think in in a lot of these games this season I think you will see teams sort of beating beating each other we've already seen that um already in the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, but I was just looking at some of the players they've got. I mean, it, I don't recognise that many of them, to be honest, but Ben Liddell, I think he's there, who was on loan. Was he from Middlesbrough? I think he came from Middlesbrough. So he's he's in midfield. He had a decent sort of pedigree. And they've got a couple of others that, um, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of heard of. Um, but again, I mean, at home, we've got to be kind of turning up. And, and Jimmy said, you know, we're going to be a different beast at home. We've got to do that. We, we've got to win our home games if if we want to um, get out of this division. And on the back of the weekend, I think everyone's keen to kind of put that that disappointment uh, to one side. I think, you know, it's, it's been probably good for us in the sense that it's a bit of an eye-opener to what this division uh, will offer. And, 
you know, it will be another tough game. But I think, as, as you've said, I think it, I, I do expect us to win actually tomorrow night. I think I think we will. Um, and I think you're probably right with the scoreline as well. It, it might just be another narrow um, result. You know, I, I can't see us conceding that many this season. I think we look relatively solid at the back. Um, and I can't see many teams putting more than their goal past us. So with that said, I don't know, we'll probably lose 3-2 now. <laughs> but no, I think a, a tight win, um, you're probably right with that. And I think everyone would welcome that. I think, um, you know, it'd be good ahead of the next couple of away games with, with Rushall and um, Curzon. You know, um, not really sure what to expect from, from those two. I think there's a good chance we'll go there and um, outnumber their fans and, and things like that. So hopefully we can make those a bit more of a, yeah, a bit more like a home game. But yeah, I think any any trip, as we've seen so far, is going to be tough, especially on some of the pitches and, and things like that we're coming up against. And I think it's, it's been a bit of a reality check in, in the past sort of two weeks, really, of, of what we can expect. And, um, you know, it, it's not going to be a walkover. We're not going to, you know, roll teams over easily. And, and we've got to respect these teams and, and uh, you know, play our own game. I think if we play our own game with the with the players we've got, we should win more than, than we don't. Um, but, you know, we, we've got to put that into practice and, and tomorrow's a good start, uh, you know, good opportunity to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just before we finish, um, I, I just want to uh, talk very, very briefly, um, an honourable mention really for our our number one, actually, um, Russ Fitzsimmons, who I, I think actually has been excellent so far this season for the first, first, first couple of games. Um Seems to be good in the air, um, um, good with the ball at his feet, distribution's good, and did pull off one really, really good save just after they hit the bar um on Saturday um against Peterborough Sports. But just wanted to throw that in there very, very briefly. But it's it's been a while since we've had a uh calm and, and dependable goalkeeper. So I'm 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 really kind of pleased with that. And I think he, he was an excellent signing. Um and I know you agree with that, Matt. Um, but on that note, I think we will uh, finish for the week so um, hopefully we'll get a good result against Darlington but um, appreciate you all listening again to the um, Premier Scunthorpe United podcast the Iron Brew podcast and we will see you again next time